in the summer of 2013, I wrote an article trying to expand on Boo's place in the Pixar theory. The following video revises those typed words and turns them into audible sounds. If you haven't heard the Pixar theory yet, it essentially explains in detail how all of Pixar's movies are in the same universe, but in different timelines. Some people have described it as a thesis, so like any good thesis will receive, I'm going to do a bit of challenging and poking around. What caught my eye the most was the reference to Boo from Monsters, Inc. Easily my favorite Pixar character, the theory is that Monsters, Inc. is based in the future from Boo's timeline. So the monsters are what comes out to reclaim society after humans meet an end-of-days kind of thing. So the monsters are going into the past to harvest human children's screams, much like we harvest dinosaur remains to make fuel. It could fit, honestly, because we don't see much of the human world in Monsters, Inc. Plus, having any kind of knowledge that humans destroyed their own existence would easily lead the monster population to fear all humans like they do. I'm certain the monster world didn't get all the facts right, so maybe they thought humans died off because they were just so toxic. Which explains why the monster world is so afraid of the humans touching them. We never really see any conclusive proof that the monster world is parallel to the human world. Which means there's nothing to disprove that the monsters are time traveling. But here's what we do see. At the end of Monsters, Inc., Boo, who is never given a real name, but I've always seen her referenced as Mary, goes home and we see some of her toys on the floor. One of those toys is Jessie, the cowgirl counterpart to Woody in Toy Story. She also has a Nemo fish toy, even though that movie released two years after Monsters, Inc. Now, hang in here with me for a minute. In Toy Story 3, as you can see in this photo here, there's a little girl in Sunnyside that looks a lot like Boo. In fact, she looks too much like Boo to call it a coincidence. Pixar loves Easter eggs, and to me, there is no doubt in my mind that this is one of them. And it gives us enough to go on to assume that Bonnie and Boo are friends. When Monsters, Inc. concludes, we see Sully opening Boo's repaired door. The end! What we don't get is a clear idea of how much time has passed between the door being shredded and reconstructed. It was enough time for Sully to take over the entire energy plant and for Mike to rebuild the door from splintered pieces. But did that take months? Years? Although, if the monster world does deal with time travel, that could throw a monkey wrench into things. All the same, though, we don't get to see Boo when Sully re-enters, so it's a question that has bothered me for the last, what, 15, 16 years? And when I thought we were finally getting a sequel, pow, it's a prequel. Looking at the situation realistically, Sully probably came back to say goodbye to Boo again. He may have popped in on her from time to time, but we know they're from two different worlds, meaning their platonic relationship is star-crossed. So, going back to the Pixar theory, where does that put Boo? The Pixar theory proposes that Boo saw into the future due to following Sully into Monstropolis. Boo knew that doors were the key to finding Sully, and she believed that Sully was a cat, which gave Boo the motivation to master time travel and become obsessed with animals having human traits. Ultimately, the theory pegs her as the witch in Brave. As far-fetched as that seems, it's not a bad angle when you think about it. 
After all, we saw Nemo Toy in Monsters, Inc. in 2001. Finding Nemo came out in 2003. So Pixar has a grand plan that we don't always see. But I would like to take this a bit farther. Let's say Boo is the little girl at Sunnyside Daycare, and she grows up to master time travel. What if Boo grew up with Bonnie, admiring her Woody doll for years? Boo learns how to time travel as an adult, and maybe she can't find Sully. Maybe she can't go forward into the future. Or maybe she just has different goals for time traveling and thinks that Sully was just an imaginary friend. Maybe Boo wants to go back in time to prove to everyone that Sully was real. Or maybe she wants to go back to the happiest time of her life. If I had time travel at my fingertips, I would go all over history over and over again for decades. So maybe when all was said and done, Boo decided she really liked living back in Merida's time. It's quiet, it's simple, it's peaceful. People think the science of her time is actually sorcery. Then after so many years of pining away for her kitty, she reflects on her time and realizes that Sully was really more bear-like. That explains the witch's obsession with bears and why there's a little carving of Sully in the background of Brave. That could make Boo into a witch turning people into bears, either because she's nostalgic about her time with Sully or because she hopes to recreate him. (gasps) What if the witch ultimately creates the monsters because of this? Like, bears are just the first step. What if she keeps tinkering with her spells until she makes actual monsters? Oh, that's good. I like that. Or what if Boo grew up admiring Bonnie's Woody doll? So when she invented time travel, she went back to get a doll for herself. I mean, how do you decide where to go on your first time traveling adventure? Well, hey, remember that doll I really liked that I could never find? Let me test run my time travel to go get one. Then what if Boo got stranded in time for a while and either no one else had the technology to rescue her or no one knew what time frame Boo got trapped in? So she copes with that and eventually settles in and has a life, including children, her oldest of which was given the Woody doll that she went back in time for. Boo could have been Andy's mom. We do hear Andy's mom in Toy Story 2 tell Al from Al's Toy Barn that she can't part with Woody because it's an old family toy. Andy's mom is very aware of how old and rare Woody is. It seems like Andy's mom also had a deep connection to Woody. So if Boo went back in time and either got stuck or fell in love and she became Andy's mom, then what if once Andy's mom was old and she'd had her fun and time travel was maybe more possible again, she just up and split to the Dark Ages where she makes replicas of the Pizza Planet truck while thinking about when her kids were young. Really, who's to say that the witch in Brave actively stays in the Dark Ages? She might be at a Thanksgiving dinner in 2013 and visiting Bonnie for Christmas in 2040, then back in the Dark Ages all in the same day. So to put that confusing cluster beep all into perspective, I'm claiming that Boo might be the little girl in Monsters, Inc., the girl in the Sunnyside daycare, the witch in Brave, and Andy's mom. Sure, the hair and eyes might not be a perfect match, but hair dye and color contacts really covers a lot there. Andy's mom doesn't even keep the same hair color from Toy Story 1 to Toy Story 3. 
So we know she's capable of looking different. If you hated all of that, I have one more option to throw out there. And it isn't as fun, but some of you guys like it simple and to the point. What if Boo is Andy's future daughter, and by the time that Boo goes to the monster world, Bonnie has grown out of her toys and gives the special ones to Boo? I don't think Bonnie will ever forget that Andy loved his old toys very much. And Bonnie's mom knows Andy's mom, so Bonnie holding on to and returning the toys to Andy someday is a plausible option. We only see Jesse in Boo's room, though, because Boo likes to play with the girl doll, and Andy just has Woody and Buzz on a shelf in his room somewhere. Actually, this may be the most comforting theory. I died at the end of Toy Story 3. But this full circle thing kind of soothes my soul. Thanks for watching, and I hope you enjoyed enough to like, subscribe, and share this video. I've also got a lot of other videos on my channel that you are fully encouraged to go check out. Plus, you can find me on Facebook at Say Halo Goodbye, which is my gamer tag, or Twitter at the underscore fanily.